0: Welcome to the Dating Architect Podcast, the number one balls to the wall zero BS podcast for men who want to date the kind of hot girls that'll make other men jealous and get all your exes raging mad. Join us and let us help you build your ideal dating life. All right, so today I want to talk about why you need to undergo adversity, why you need to go through hardship, why you need to be challenged by obstacles and the reason is because it builds you up into a person that is very strong very resilient and most of all very certain of himself so a lot of people want to take the easy way out oh i don't want rejections i just want girls to like me i want to get that special girl I wanna buy this program, I wanna take this boot camp. that just makes everything so easier and I'm just spoon fed all the knowledge and then magically I get this one girl I like or girls flock to me. Well, okay, let's say, or let's say you have a genie that magically gives you your wishes. So all of a sudden you have girls that are hanging out with you and they're surrounding you. It's just great, you're surrounded by cute or hot girls. Or let's say somehow they make it so you have a girlfriend and she's exactly what you want. You think that that is ideal, right? You think that, hey, it's great, I got girls now, I got my girlfriend now, everything's good, my life, I can move on to the next chapter, start a business, make money, devote myself to my health or traveling or whatever it is, you just think you got this part handled. Well, let me tell you what happens. One day, you're going to meet a guy, which he will be very, very rare, but they're out there, and he will come up on you and your girlfriend. Some people call him naturals, some people call him players, and your girlfriend, because of his behaviors, and because of how certain and confident he is in himself, he will elicit attraction in your girl. And your girl, which you didn't have to work for, which you didn't earn, will all of a sudden. Be more attracted to him than she is to you. Now, take this effect of this player guy and you'll have someone like me who undertook so much rejection, who spent so much time thinking about this stuff, who just wanted it, like obsessed over it. And picture that guy with a resolve of steel and picture that guy coming up to your girl. How fast do you think someone like me will take your girl off of you? I'm not saying it'll happen every time, but your insecurity will help me. Because why will you be insecure? Because you know you can't get another girl like her. Because somebody gave her to you. You see, when I talk about my analogy of the Hanzo sword and you taking so many rejections, hammers, pain, and it forging you into something that cuts through fucking steel, you know, cuts through another sword like nothing. Why? Because the Hanzo sword has been beaten flattened so much that its density is just so strong that nothing you put up to match against it will will even compare basically that type of character that type of person that you become cannot be stopped you cannot you cannot lose you will be successful because you're so driven so obsessed with your goal. Now, if you just want to stay on the couch and, hey, I'll get a girl, yeah, you might somehow stumble into a relationship, but that girl is going to be out the second she meets a guy who is more certain than you, more confident, more non-needy. Cannot stress the importance of being non-needy. Your ability to walk away is like your biggest card. It's basically the equivalent to her vagina. Her vagina and her tempting you with it and saying, you're not going to get any more of this, and you being able to say, well, I'm going to walk away from this. That's the biggest factor in keeping her around. Knowing that you can get another girl. And 99.9999% of the guys know they can't get another girl. Or they're secretly insecure. Will I find another girl like this? And I've been at that stage of my life uh, a few times as well. But now I don't care. I just do not care because I know I'll be able to get another girl. And it's that character. It's that freaking sword of steel that has been forged by hammering after hammering after hammering you know I usually compare the hammers to rejection or getting knocked down beat down flattened and you getting back up and being like no you will not stop my will you will not I will keep getting up I will keep going that's what builds character that hardship that adversity that pain you'll just become unstoppable but it sucks when you're there it sucks it really does I empathize with you it's it's such a shitty feeling sometimes you have such bad nights sometimes you feel like you're gonna cry maybe hell sometimes maybe you do cry and that pain that ability to wake up the next morning and be like nope not gonna give in this weak beta chode mentality I'm going to go out there and I'm going to dominate this world. And your character will gradually get better and better, but you can't do it taking, you know, one lick or two. I mean, some swords break, they're just made for show. Some dudes, they're like, "Oh yeah. You know, I go to the gym, I'm buff." And the moment a fight is about to break out, they they just shit themselves. I had a, an experience. This is in 2015, so I was I was back in the United States. I went to my old college, my old alma mater, and there was this bar on a Tuesday night. Really nice. A lot of college students were there. And there were lots of pretty girls. Like, lots of pretty girls. 21, 22. Ideal age range. Anyway, so um, I remember meeting this girl, and she was a bit... She was taking, like, social studies or some kind of, like, feminist liberal type college degree she was getting i was uh avidly reading about trump and i didn't tell her i was a trump supporter but my views were very in tune with patriarchal thinking or old school thinking and she was kind of slowly realizing it and she didn't like it and she kept challenging me she kept shit testing me and at one point she got kind of pissed off and there was this pretty boy there he was really good looking and he kind of came in and he was white knighting. He was like, is this man bothering you? And uh, she was like, yeah, his views are so blah, blah, blah. He's just not a forward thinker. I remember that. She said, he's not a forward thinker. And I just kind of chilled. I kind of shrugged my shoulders like, yeah, what are you going to do? And the dude said something like, "In um, he was trying to be alpha. He said something to challenge me. And then his boys came and his boys were more aggressive, I guess because they were trying to show that, hey, they can be dominant too. And there was three of them. And these guys were all jacked. I mean, I'm pretty muscular, but I wasn't like them. But you know what I did have? And it this comes from experience. Obviously these guys were like, I think 24, 25 years old. They were seniors at most. And I was kind of smirking. Like I was thinking about it, I was smirking. And one of the guys came up and, you know, they kind of surrounded me. So there were three and not a good situation to be in. I knew they weren't going to fight because they just didn't have that look in their eye. Usually you can tell when somebody's amping them up to punch you or to be aggressive. And they were just mostly talk. So there was a big one to my, to my right. Yeah. Right in front of me to my right. And he came up and I was like, dude, chill out. And I shoved him in the shoulder And I remember he was so surprised because I I was way smaller than him. He was probably like about 240 and I'm around like 190. So there is quite a significant size difference. I'm 5'11". He was about 6'2". And just me shoving him, but I shoved him and I looked in his eyes. Like I looked in his eyes like I was like, are you ready to do this? I will devour you. This is where you will die. I had that. Killer instant, killer look in my eye, and the dude could see it. Like he could see, like I was willing to bite his neck or something if he was gonna if he was gonna punch me. So he just looked at me with fear. And this is this guy is two forty. He's uh he's big, but he's a dude that you know didn't grow up. I grew up in kind of a ghetto, you know, for at least a few years. Heard gunshots. I, I'm not afraid. You know, very violent household. My dad was very physically and emotionally abusive so I've been beat up so much like it's just ridiculous it's like nothing will scare me uh my dad broke my nose he took my hand and stuck it on a hot plate and burned my hand a couple of times he beat me with uh the some fishing poles and basically broke them against my back uh so what, what what are these guys gonna do to me what are these little boys gonna do to me and him just seeing that and him not being in that situation, not being anywhere near that, just scared the shit out of him. And he moved out of my way without any problem. Like he didn't retaliate at all because he was coming very close to my face. And I, I was trying to keep distance. It's something they teach you in fighting. Keep, keep your distance. Because if he's very close to your face, especially with your hands, he could go for a knockout and you won't see his hand coming. You'll just be too slow. So I kind of shoved him. And then I moved past them, too, because like I said, they they were kind of surrounding me. And anyway, this is what I'm saying. It's that experience. And a lot of times you'll, you'll also see this. I don't know if you guys have ever had encounters with guys who have been to jail for a long time, like, you know, three years and up or something. They just have this different energy to them. It's it's like a dark energy. And if they look at you, there's no doubt in their head that if they want to, they will hurt you and i'm i'm nowhere near that but these guys were like basically some young suburban kids that had perfect childhoods and never had to go through any adversity never had to fight a fight in his life probably because he was so big and built nobody would even challenge him but me just looking at him and being so sure myself like i was so sure myself like i was lo- looking at him like i was a k1 mma champion or something i just had that belief in myself that i could take him and he knew that he saw it so this is the same thing with pickup it's the same thing you you have that look in your eye you have that confidence you have that certainty and she could tell the girl can tell she can feel it on you and this is what you're striving for this is why you should welcome rejection it's building up that tough skin that alligator skin where you just do not give a shit what somebody says, because. You're not going to be here forever. You're here for a good 80 years. But how much of that is productive time? Probably up until you're, if you're a man, let's say 60s. And then what do you have for to look forward to? Hanging out with your grandkids, which is awesome. Awesome experience. But what else? Well, retirement, just getting bored and sitting around the house watching TV shows, not being able to travel because you're sick or some other bullshit or hanging out and playing bingo. You better make the best use of your time now. These are your prime years. Up until you reach your, I'd say, late 50s, then you're kind of out the game. Work-wise, business-wise, seduction-wise. So get on it. Get on it. Build that Honda So sword. Take those fucking rejections. They're like hammers forging you into a goddamn champion. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit me up on facebook.com slash datingarchitect. You can also visit my website at datingarchitect.com.